Welcome to Whitefields Community Church Sermon Extra. Great to have you with us once again this week. I'm here with Pastor Nick Katie, who is the pastor of Whitefields Community Church here in Longmont, Colorado. And we have begun a new series called Pilgrim's Progress, uh, Peter's Letters, to uh, the churches that were scattered abroad there, what we today we'd probably call a modern day uh, Turkey. And uh, it's called what the letter of hope, right? Yeah. It's the letter of hope. Peter's Peter's letters and um, first and second Peter. And so in our series, we'll be covering these two, two letters and uh, had a great start on this uh, Sunday morning. And, uh, but we had a really interesting verse in uh, verse 12. And I know when, when we were doing the um, uh, questions for the community groups, it was one of the one of the questions that came over should we even discuss this but you know in, in verse 12 it says to them it was revealed uh, not to themselves but to us that were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven things which angels desire uh, to look into and then there's another another verse which kind of goes along with that one in Ephesians 3 310 when he kind of you know, Paul says something very similar in starting verse nine, and uh, and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. Just real interesting, you know, You know, what do you think the significance of the, those verses as far as our part in the gospel and our place and with angels not even knowing and revealed through the church? I mean, a lot of interesting things there. Yeah, so angels, it's a really interesting thing. The word angel in Greek means messenger. Like, that's straight up all it means. So a messenger, um, that's their job, right? And there's other verses that tell us that angels are ministering servants or they are min- they're, uh, messengers. And so you think about the relationship between angels and God, right? There, we know there are two kinds of angels, right? We have angels who do what God says, and we have angels who have not done what God says, and we refer to those as fallen angels. And there's another interesting verse about angels in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, where Paul is talking about disputes within the church, and he says, come on guys, you can figure out these disputes among yourselves. Basically, people are taking each other to the, what's the equivalent of small claims court. Mm-hmm. And he says, come on guys, you should be able to sort these things out yourselves. And here's what he says. I mean, come on, don't you know that we are going to judge angels? How much more than matters pertaining to this life? And the idea here is that somehow, I'm not exactly sure, but we're going to judge angels. Now I would assume that the angels that we're going to judge are going to be the fallen angels who disobeyed, let's say, God. Okay, so the thing though is that redemption applies to human beings. And this conversation, I didn't didn't expect to be going this direction, but let's just do it. <laughs> We're just going to veer off to the left, okay? Uh, so somebody was talking about aliens. <laughs> they, they were like, it's all about aliens. They were like, hey, do you believe in aliens? And I'm like, well, I think if you believe in aliens, doesn't it create some theological problems? Um, and... And we kind of discussed it, and what we kind of came to the conclusion of is doesn't necessarily create a theological problem. And here's why. My, my question would have been this. If we find extraterrestrial beings of some kind, does that mean that uh, Jesus died for us but not for them? Where, how does that work with us needing to be redeemed, this world being fallen? What about other planets, etc., aliens? Here, here's kind of what we came to is that well, probably if there were such a thing, it wouldn't create a big theological problem because redemption, salvation, 
are uniquely for human beings who are amongst all creation uniquely created in the image of God. So in other words, uh, if there were aliens, they would kind of fall into the category of like where animals fall, not created in the image of God, and therefore not taking part in this drama of redemption. So when it comes to angels, you know, they have a kind of relationship with God in the sense of they're created by God to do his work. And we see in Revelation, for example, and in like Isaiah 6, that they worship God before the throne. And yet what they don't have is the kind of relationship with God that we are able to have through Jesus. And we can see that clearly they're uh, mystified by it. They're mm -hmm. enraptured by this idea of, wow, what does that mean to be redeemed and to be welcomed in this relationship with God? Here are these creatures that are created a little lower than us, but they, unlike us, are created in the image of God, which is different and special. And so clearly, like, they... I think Peter's point is to say that we live in a privileged position historically as those who get to experience that which for thousands of years people looked forward to and wondered what it would be like, right? Like when Jeremiah's prophecies were fulfilled and Ezekiel's prophecy of, of removing a heart of stone, giving us a heart of flesh, you know, new covenant, all of these things that were alluded to in the Bible. And, you know, there are these pictures of the Messiah, but people are like, man, I wonder how that's all going to work out. Now we get to see it. We get to read the Old Testament completely differently um, than they would have because of the information we have, but we also get to live in relationship with God. And so clearly angels are like blown away by this. They're like wanting to look into this. Well, what is that like, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I guess we know what the podcast title is going to be, Angels and Aliens. What do they have in common? <laughs> so, but what do you think uh, the significance of that verse was for Peter in, in writing, you know, to what, you know, to the, to the the people he was writing to there in Galatia and dispersed. Yeah. Well, before I do that, yeah. so are you saying that angels and aliens, <laughs> they do it? Oh, I guess they do have something in common. Or you're not saying that angels are aliens? No, definitely not. Okay. But they could be. Oh, I don't Fallen angels I don't, could be aliens. I don't want to go there. Who I don't knows? know. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's so, always about aliens. Yeah. So uh, why did he write these things to these guys? Uh, okay, they were experiencing troubles, tribulation, persecution. And we know that during this time when he wrote, there's a big wave of persecution historically taking place in the Roman Empire. And, and it might even be that uh, this wave was coming from Rome and working its way east. And that's why he writes specifically to the churches in the Eastern Empire, what's now modern-day Turkey. Um, I think the key here to understand this is, though, he's telling them, look, you guys are going through some hard things, but in the midst of this, not only do you have the hope of heaven, but you have hope that gives you joy today. You have a relationship with God that you can experience and enjoy today that gives you inexpressible joy, he says. In other words, we have this resource of joy that we can tap into. But then he's mentioning to them also, understand too. I mean, yeah, you're going through uh, some difficult times, but you are in such a privileged position. You get to experience and enjoy things which people for thousands of years, even angels wish, they could only wish that they experience what you experience. And so don't, don't take that for granted and don't look only on the negatives and what you're having to endure. Look at what you get to enjoy. Wow! Yeah, no, that's it's pretty amazing. Great start to this uh, this um, 
series that we're going through. And I hope you join us as we continue in this journey and Pilgrim's Progress, the name. And just, yeah, you know, that's, I guess, one of the, the, the thoughts that was, was driven home is that we are, but pilgrims on this, this earth, this place is not our home. And, you know, we've, we lived as missionaries. We understood that concept quite a bit. And, uh, you know, and that was probably what it's difficult in this day and age to really to feel that, but to keep that in, in mind that this place is not our home, that heaven is our home, but God has a purpose and a place for us. And that's one of the main reasons Peter was writing uh, these letters. And so stick with us as we continue through this. You can find us at uh, many podcast places, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google Play, and of course on YouTube and uh, Facebook. We're all over the place. And uh, we look forward to your questions, suggestions, and comments. And we look forward to seeing you next week. God bless. Thank you.